You're live there, bud. Oh, welcome to Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. I was watching the Twitch stream and did not realize I was watching the Twitch stream, which is about 30 <laughs> seconds behind. That's on me. John, how are you doing, my friend? How was your weekend? I'm good. I had a horrible DC United experience yes. uh, where we sat through a 30-minute delay, and I drank a beer alone, staring off into the middle distance where I watched uh, lightning strikes in Southeast DC. And then I watched 45 minutes of good soccer and then 10 minutes of Soccer, that made me question if I even like soccer anymore. Um, but then I also got to watch uh, a game that made me very happy and excited for the upcoming season. Yes. That's the team yeah, that, we're going to talk about. How about that, you? That, that, that is a very good thing. I, I I had to watch about 45 minutes on the road to, to Charlottesville to, to have uh, a late early dinner, late lunch with my parents. Um, so I, did, I watched 45 minutes and I caught for the 45 minutes later. So I've, I've watched the game. Um, so but uh but yeah but uh uh sort of the same soccer bad uh for the for the men's teams that i follow uh but the the women's team in the in the washington spirit had a good weekend so let's jump right into it let's talk about it uh the washington spirit this was is this before we begin is this a rivalry now do we have an actual rivalry is this now officially a rivalry between us thank goodness man come on let's get let's get the Let's get some old school DC Metro stars with with uh, Washington Spirit and New York, New Jersey, Gotham. I'm I'm, I'm down for some of this. Um, I think the players like it too. I think Trinity has said a couple times now. Like, I think she, I think she's actually about it. I think the the players are they don't like you know obviously they they don't they don't hate each other at this point, but they're certainly they're certainly motivated to te- to uh, maybe take it up an extra notch against teams or particular players that seem to have problems with them. Uh, doing good things on the field, depending on what the field surface is. Uh, and then, and then maybe have the opportunity to do things on natural grass in their own, own home stadium. Yeah. I, I think, I think there were, there was a particular uh, bit of motivation for the spirit. Um, and they, they certainly, uh, I think the game opened a little bit, uh, a little bit slow for the spirit. And we've seen this, I think this year they they've given up. I'm pretty sure they've given up maybe with the exception of the, um, of the Orlando game, but I'm pretty sure in most, at least most of their challenge cup games, they've, they've conceded the first goal uh, and then have battled themselves back. They're still undefeated in the challenge cup. Uh, They're still, uh, they won this game. They now move into second place. I think they've clinched at least second place. Uh, So they present themselves an opportunity to make it to the next round. I'll have to look at the standings to see. I I can't, I haven't looked at the overall standings to see where they fit, Uh, but they have a, a basically a win and win in you make the semifinal of the challenge cup against the Carolina courage. Um, I think we've seen this team grow. I think this was their strongest performance. Maybe the Orlando game was good, but I think considering the opponent, uh, considering it was on the road, uh, an incredibly strong performance of this team. Give up the goal early, but they battled back. Uh, they really just completely after that goal, it was just all spirit the rest of the way. Um, just a, stat, a strong performance. The stat you're referring to, the spirit in minutes one through 54 have scored five goals. Uh, opponents have also scored five goals in those same minutes. And then the spirit in minutes 55 to 90 have scored five goals. Uh, and their opponents have scored no goals. So the second half is when the defense wakes up and says, uh, no more, no more for you. But the, <laughs> the offense, the offense is just decided to play no matter what. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm great, great performance. I am really excited about this team. Uh, I'm less yeah. excited about this tournament and we'll talk about that in a second here. Uh, but the, the club is for a championship team who have gained just draft picks and lost, uh, you know, some longtime serving players and Paige Nielsen, 
uh, and also Tegan McGrady, who was having uh, a better year last year than previous sort of injury interrupted years, looks just great. Look, yeah. Looked great without their captain on the field. Uh, didn't bring Andy Sullivan just due to sort of load management, and uh, they didn't miss much of a beat. It's kind of amazing. It's it's incredible. I think this is the the depth of this team. I think was on display. You talk about Andy Sullivan being out of this game. The fact that he uh, she wasn't there, and you had you know Hatch, you had Trinity Rahman, Ashley Sanchez playing out of their skins in this game. Uh, certainly motivated. They were they were doing some dancing in front of in front of Ashlyn Harris. Um, and I, I am, I am excited about this game. I will defend the challenge cup. I have, I have, I like you, I kind of entered this, entered this tournament and I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it is a preseason tournament. It's maybe uh, for some coaches, it's a little bit of an inconvenience. I think if you approach it like a preseason tournament, I think for the league, it's good. I think for, it certainly has helped in the ratings. I think they've had, uh, they've gotten what they wanted out of, out of the ratings for this tournament from a financial standpoint. Um, and I've started to say, I think DC should do maybe not something like on this scale, but what's the, what's the harm in creating? What's the, what I don't understand. I get, I get the, the MLS's back tournament maybe has some baggage, but the fact that they're doing a preseason tournament, we look at the preseason games that, that the spirit got before this season started and they got games against some college teams. They got games against, you know, they, they really couldn't get many good uh, NWSL opponents and this gave them gives them that opportunity to play in a tournament that is where scores are kept and everything matters. I think we've seen this team grow in the tournament. I think they're ready to hit the season running as opposed to maybe spending those first few games trying to figure out because it was a bit of a struggle to start the season. And I would honestly, I'm happy that I think they I think Chris Ward has managed this tournament well. They may not make it to the next round, but I think you can't look at these past few games and say this team is not a favorite heading into the overall season at this point. They seem to just get better and better with each game. It's been an upward trajectory that's been incredible to watch. And they're about ready to, to reload with um, uh, with Bailey Feist coming back. Apparently did not make did not make the field uh, coming off coming off her injury. She played. She played in the last 10 minutes. Oh, she played in the last 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, I missed that. Um, but you know, but she she's now coming out on the field. Uh, she was a player that was that that the team was very high on last year before she picked up her injury. Um, so all that, all that in mind, uh, I I think Chris Ward has gotten exactly what he wanted out of this tournament. Uh, it, it was not a perfect start for this team, but I think they've managed it well enough to say that this this team, in my opinion, is a is a huge favorite coming into this year. Um, they they're they're their young talent has just gotten better. Uh, Ashley Sanchez, I think maybe ha- had a good year that certainly got better as the year went on. Um, I think she is going to be an MVP candidate coming this year. She, the free kick, everything is just coming together for her. Uh, and Trinity Rodman started a little slow. I think she was coming off uh, a knock in, in the international play uh, coming into this has started to really find her form as well. So uh, the sky's the limit with this team. And I think, I think we're going to see it this year. Yeah, let's 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 take a step back a little bit and and go a little bit more into the into the specifics. Also, I want to make sure that I said Andy Sullivan did not play, nor did nor Dorian Bailey. So that is that is that's your two defensive midfielders that you're gonna that you're gonna play at any given time. Julia Rotter, who by the way I would say Julia Rotter is the was the most uh, underappreciated at the time acquisition made at the beginning of last season. Mm-hmm. She is a bit of a fringe player for her national team. She has get she gets called in. She was a, an emergency player or whatever they called, like a taxi player for the Olympics. Uh, she gets called in occasionally plays. She has been integral to this club 
because she can play different positions. She can play in left back position, which is where she'll play most likely, uh, particularly with Tegan McGrady moving on. But she played defensive midfield with uh, Taylor Almer, who they had a good game. Gotham did not look dangerous in this match. Nope. Pretty much first, at all. First half, I mean, they get the goal. And first half, I thought it was a pretty even game. And then second half, I mean, you, you look at the expected goals, it flatlines for the rest of the game. They were just not a factor in this game. And I, and I think also you talk about why this team is better in late in the games. It's because they're younger and they, they have more energy than a lot of these other teams um, in, in these games. So that first goal in the homie Kamasumi scores in the third minute. Gotham is doing a little bit of a spirit impersonation with the, with the press mm-hmm. uh, gets an opportunity up close. I think Aubrey Kingsbury will be seeing that goal in her nightmares. Uh, it was a pullback and the slowest goal I think I've ever seen scored in my life. Uh, I think it bounced 17 times into the corner of the net. She would have liked to have done better. She didn't get enough push. She should have saved it either way. Uh, a little bit of lax defending and uh, allowing sort of that pressure to happen. Uh, that 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 was that was the peak. Midge Purse also hit the crossbar at the 33rd minute. Midge Purse, by the way, so far and above and beyond the Gotham's best player. Uh, she, I believe, had came MVP voting. I think she was second in the league last year. So uh, she's great. <laughs> she's great. She's the player you got. She's the player you can't let beat you on, on Gotham. Uh, and luckily, uh, she did not. Uh, we had we can talk about the goals. Ashley Sanchez scores a free kick in the 24th minute. Sort of a sort of a sneaky free kick. Sort of bends it around the wall. Uh, Ashlyn Harris is just sort of staring, just 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 watching, just watching, seeing what's going on. Uh, does not get much of an effort because gets no effort to, to save the goal. But Sanchez, as you said, MVP candidate for sure for 2022. She is she has been amazing all preseason. I'm going to call this preseason. Uh, it is. Also, I mean, it is. That's what it is. If you if you think about it as a preseason tournament, you you I send, I, you start I accede to, enjoy to that. It. I accede to that. I think as I think there are clubs that are really preoccupied about winning it, and fans that are really preoccupied about winning it. I do not care at all. But to your point, they are ready, and they're more ready than they would have been if they played Florida International University and beat them thirty-seven to one. Uh, and also, knock on wood, there have been no serious injuries with Emily Sonnet now making her way back into the field. So. Ted, you're right. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. You're right. Uh, I'll give it to you on this one. So I wanted to call out Ashley Sanchez and uh, Ashley Hatch. The connection has been a lot better this year. I think I, I wrote here in the game notes uh, at times in 2021, it felt like when Sanchez was on the field, she was trying to feed Trinity the ball uh, as frequently as possible. And even in times maybe where that wasn't the right pass, that's a, that's a, that's a gut feeling. I don't have numbers here to reflect that. But it seems like this year, and I don't know if it's increased time playing together for the national team, she's looking at Ashley Hatch as a primary outlet. Uh, and gosh, all Hatch needs is service to convert. She's a she can she can create her own goals, and we've seen it already even in preseason. We've seen it last year when she won the Golden Boot at times. But the fact that uh, this team has a number of weapons trying to find Ashley Hatch's head, or if you're Sam Staub, if you've become the David Beckham of of long balls over the top to perfect locations, which she has become. Uh, there are many players trying to find her and put her in on net. And this, this happened, this game, uh, no goals from her, but that, that was, that was on, that was on the minds of everyone trying to find her. Uh, Trinity Robin scores a half volley in the 39th minute to put them ahead would have been the winner. She scores again later, but that's fine. Uh, oh, uh, Kelly O'Hara, perfect cross. 
there was a turnover in in Gotham's third caused by you know both a bad pass and and good pressure Julia Rotter was up there uh, and I think also my favorite player uh, the, the leader of my fan group or not my fan group. I'm sorry. I'm the leader of her fan group. And Alfredy uh, was, was sort of also integral in that, but, but again, Rodman shows the skills uh, of a player much above her age. She has, she has technical skills that, you know, most players in this, this league are wish they had. So, and, and I think we're seeing, you talk about this press. I think this is something that I, I don't think we saw a lot last year. And I think we're seeing really seeing Chris Ward sort of institute maybe a bit of a philosophy. I think it was a weird situation for him to be in. I think he was just like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with too much. I'm not going to tinker with too much. Uh, You know, I don't even know if I'll have the job, you know, once the season ends Uh, and then the team sort of came together, they kind of rode that, that momentum after everything. And now I think you're seeing him come in and say, okay, you know, I, I want to have my say in what I think this team can be successful in. And I think they're buying into it. I think it's this press. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen a team. And I could be completely wrong about that. Maybe there are other teams out there that do this. But this press appears like it is going to be an incredibly effective strategy. The players are buying into it. It is something that has grown to, uh, and particularly in the past couple games, has caused havoc amongst uh, uh, New York, New Jersey, and uh, and Orlando. We saw it, I think, in this game especially. You talk about the goals. All Pretty much every single goal, I think with maybe the third goal, came off of turnovers where they won the ball, they they fed it, they got it quickly up front, and then they had some of their high, high-end attack that put the ball in the back of the net. Um, so just a, a neat caveat, I think we've seen Chris kind of develop, uh, start to put his stamp sort of on what he, what he wants this team to be uh, in 2022. And so we talked about Emily Sonic getting back on the field. She had an ankle injury that she suffered earlier in the tournament. She's back, played 30 minutes, looks ready to go. So that's what you want to you want to see that for sure. But I think also having Jordan Baggett, Nay DiBiase back playing, she had hip hip challenges last year. Did not find the field. Uh, having her back on the field is is great. Another option for the middle of the field. If you if you remember prior to her injury, she was the automatic partner in the field uh, in the midfield with Andy Sullivan. Uh, so there there's some Dorian Bailey sort of acceded into that role and did wonderful. Did not miss a beat really from that team. Obviously, winning a championship and playing good defense overall, but to have her back in there only strengthens that position. Gabby Vincent, a player that Chris Ward has talked up a lot, have not seen her play exceedingly well in the tournament so far. But that is a player over international tournament, over international breaks and call ups will get an opportunity. Uh, I think there's some quotes here from the post game. So obviously, Trinity scored again at the end with a great ball from Ashley Sanchez. Again, talking about the connection they had. Uh, Ashley uh, plays a, a cross, a low cross, probably 30 yards past three defenders, finds an outstretched Rodman who puts the ball in the net, and they win uh, easily after uh, Gotham sort of just failing to put up much of the expected goal chart. Like you said, the second half was they were just they were just watching. They were just they were just happy to be there. Uh, but some quotes from the post game conference: uh, Chris Ward says the, uh, the Rodman's mentality is, "I want to smash everyone this year." The goal is for her to aim even beyond being a top scorer in the NWSL. Uh, the, the players are, are just ready to go. They have different tools for different situations. Uh, and he's, he's happy. He's happy. He thinks that the beginning of the tournament uh, when they were not clicking as well, and they were the, the, the cap, the winners of draws, basically just, I think they started off. They had three draws to start the challenge cup, I believe. Uh, but he said that was a, a, a product of the international break and having a lot of scrambling to sort of put rosters together and get people out there. But the most important thing was arrive healthy 
get the players, get get your starters uh, humming, getting ready for that first game uh, uh, against OL Reign on May 1st for some game and and see what you've got with these young players. Anna Halfordy had has had an opportunity to play her natural position up front for most of this tournament. That is the position Chris Ward says he sees her excelling in rather than uh, the sort of jerry-rigged wingback that she was placed in last year out of necessity. Uh, but th- this team has to feel good about their depth. They have to feel good about where their starters are lining up and, and being prepared to go. And I'm just looking at this roster but that really stands out that needs to be talked about. But not from the starters. I think I think this club is just ready to, like you said, this tournament has this has been the best preseason tournament they could have had as far as not necessarily results, but sort of the team building that mentality, the the pattern of play, sort of developing itself, seeing this new press, getting an opportunity. This is the first time they've had an opportunity to work with Chris Ward as a tactician versus just Chris Ward. Let's put the best eleven players we got out there every week. Uh, and 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 just adjust small things. This has been about installing his philosophies and the way they want to play, and it looks good. It looks yeah. it, it suits this. It suits this roster. And, and you also got to tell you, you know, he's been able to bring in a lot of guys he wants. Um, we're assuming, and and he brought you know, lead and win, constant present on on the field. That that guy is uh, that 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 is not an assistant coach that is that is going to just sit down um, and. And sort of, uh, you know, and not really. He's out there uh, and he's energetic, and I, and I love to see it. Um, be excited to see uh, what he brings to the squad. Uh, but I, I think this is this is like I think like I talked about earlier. I think this team is is growing in this tournament. I think that is that is what you want to see. You want to see this team get better and better with each game, get more match minutes, match fitness, more familiarity that you can hit the ground running this season. And I think they will. Um, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if Chris Ward is like, like, do you want to make that next round? I mean, you want to go out and play every game. You want to go out and do well. Uh, I, I think getting winning this group and playing for that NWSL championship would be a, a nice bonus. Um, I don't think it's the overall goal, like you said. Um, I'm almost, I'm almost want it to kind of end against uh, Carolina, maybe a draw, and you know, and then you know, Carolina gets to move on, and then we get to kind of keep everybody healthy, and we start the season now. They, they, we start the 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 main show, as it were called. So um, we'll see. Uh, I, it's going to be, I think, the, a fun conclusion that it, it's going to be some something for for the uh, Washington Spirit to play for. Do we want to do we want to make a score prediction? I'm trying to figure out what the score was previously against North Carolina. It was it was one one a two two draw two two draw on March oh, two two draw. Sorry, yep, you're right. So uh, that was home. I think that was against Audi. Was it Audi Field? I believe. Yes, it was at Audi Field. That was the Chesky game. That everyone was very upset about her about her refereeing. Uh, <laughs> I think that this club is now humming on another level. I think they're going to win this game three one. That's how. That's how. Kind of, and, I, and I almost don't want them to because I don't want them to advance. I would like them <laughs> to wrap this up, get home in bubble wrap, and get ready for May first. But I don't really get to make the rules. What do you? What, yeah. What's your score prediction? I, I'm saying two nothing. I think I think they'll I think they'll they'll do well in this game. Um, I, maybe a maybe maybe a team that wants to. We'll see. Maybe he maybe of course was like let's let's get some other guys out there. Let's keep everybody healthy. The the main show starts. Uh, I mean, if they get far enough in the tournament, they have to play the final in the middle of their, like of their season, basically. So um, not, not really sure what Chris Ward's thinking on that front, but I also think he doesn't want to go out there and lay a neck. I think he does want to go out there and win the team's humming. You don't want to stop that momentum uh, as much as you want to, you want to not risk injury. Uh, you don't want to stop that momentum. Um, and I think this team is deep enough where maybe you don't even really have to worry about it. Sands, some of your high end talent, 
getting getting hurt. Uh, this team has has proven themselves to be very very deep, uh, very much a a next next person up mentality. So, um, someone amazingly, Ted, I have no internet, and somehow I'm still talking to you on the internet. So we're we're I, I this is some sort of weird magic trick that's being played right here. I was trying to pull up stats, uh, and I'm not on the internet. So, folks, if somehow this this is some sort of miracle, the this podcast is being brought to you by magic. I think is the only way to describe this. <laughs> uh, two things I want to I want to note for everyone that's listening: there's two games this this year that are going to be on Twitch uh, for the Washington Spirit. I'm not sure yet. We have not had our our, our uh, hoping at least one of these games. We can do uh, Twitch Live. We did uh, for the, against the uh, Houston Dash last year. Uh, I, we had a really good time doing sort of a live broadcast, a co-broadcast that they, unless they don't let people do that anymore. But if they do, uh, look out for that. And then I also, if you're in the area and are thinking about what am I going to do on May 1st, if say I'm not a Washington Spirit ticket holder, they are selling tickets for $10 to get into Audi field to watch this game. So there's really no excuse unless you have other plans. If the excuses, the tickets are too expensive, uh, talk to us and maybe, 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 <laughs> we can, maybe we'll buy a couple of tickets and, and send some folks there, but uh, make sure you get it out. The, the, this team, it plays a lot better at Audi than Segra. And this team will play more games at Audi than Segra if they can fill Audi field. So uh, if you'd like to see more games there, if you hate turf, this is your chance to, to vote against turf with your dollars. And if you hate loud, there are people that hate Loudoun County and think it shouldn't exist. Uh, you can battle against that by buying a spirit ticket. There you do go. That. There you go. All right, folks. I think that's going to do it uh, for this episode of Kindred Spirits on the uh, RQ Refugees Podcast Network. Uh, again, folks, uh, this podcast is out on Thursday. If you wondered why your friend uh, was able to talk about, hey, Ted and John were saying some awesome things about the spirit on a Wednesday. There's a reason for that. It's probably because they're a Patreon subscriber and they subscribed and they gave us some money and you get your own private feed. I throw the, I throw the both episodes, both United 96 and Kindred Spirits up on that podcast feed almost immediately. Uh, pretty much that I know I edited it, throw it up there, um, throw it up there for you all. So if you want to get in on that action, donate there. You can also donate in plenty of other ways. Uh, we do have our Twitch. If you have a prime sub, uh, you want to, we do an awesome show Monday night. Uh, so love to hear you come on, uh, hear us talk spirit, DC, all those things. Lots of fun. Uh, definitely throw us a, a prime sub. Also, we have merch, new merch out there. Rivecarefugees.com slash merch. Uh, get yourself some cool kindred spirit items. We have a lot more items. We did the, we did the t-shirt thing and now we got uh, the t-shirt, the hoodie, lots of other different items uh, to, to, to go out there and get. Uh, guys, I think it's going to do it for the show. Uh, and uh, we will catch you guys uh, next week.